Thank you very much, Lucas. Please be seated. Would you pray with me, please? Loving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for all the people in this church who have stepped up to be Christians at this time and through all the generations that have brought us here today. And we thank you for those people who come into this church exploring Christianity for the first time, knowing that they will be <coughs> stepping up in their own way for new generations to come. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming out on this cooler and drier day. We had about 75 people here yesterday at the funeral service for Don Sperry Moran. And it, it was a blessed service, but I have to say, it gave me pause to pray for investigating some air conditioning here for summer weather. And please, someday. What I know, even if we don't do that, what I know is a good investment is coming here to share our love of God with one another and to serve one another and the world in Christ. Christian faith is not something that you can phone in or text, even though phoning and texting people helps us to keep in touch, right? Christian faith is about being the body of Christ and being there for people who need to be touched by Christ so that the story of Jesus can grow in the world. Christian faith is about stepping up to do your part to fill the shoes of the fishermen who first followed Jesus because we, too, have been touched by Jesus. We, too, have felt the breath of God's Holy Spirit touch our hearts. We, too, if we listen carefully, can hear the heartbeat of our Creator echoed inside of our chests every moment of our lives. And so, in Christian faith, and especially in Christian faith in the United Methodist Church tradition, it is about accountability, because God has been accountable to us. God didn't phone in God's love for us when God made creation. God didn't send us Jesus on the phone or Facebook or Instagram. Jesus did not post a selfie on the cross as the proof of God's love for us and then hit the road. God didn't transform hearts for thousands of years in God's Holy Spirit by posting a smiley face or a meme. No! God has been 100% accountable and real in everything that God has offered us in love. Amen? Amen. Accountability in faith matters if we are to really honor and worship the God who died and rose from the dead for us and for all of God's creation. So it's in the spirit of accountable Christian discipleship that we're here to honor and thank Bob and Debbie Moore today for their many years of service to this church. We're losing not only friends of this church who have loved this church so many 
for so many years and so very much. We're preparing to wish a fond farewell to a couple who have modeled accountable Christian discipleship for all of us, a model of what we will need to be stepping up to in the months and years ahead. Now, I remember the very first day that I met Debbie last June, a few days before I started here as your pastor. I had received the keys to the church, and I decided to put a new message on the letter board outside our church. And I'm sitting there in the office on the floor with the letters all around me and the door open, and boom, all of a sudden, there's Debbie. And I'm not sure who was more surprised, her or me. Presto, new pastor, and oh, Presto, her chancel chair, and longtime knower of where all the bodies are buried, as they say. And so, as Debbie started to chat, you know how Debbie can chat, right? It dawned on me here's someone who really loves this church. Here's someone who knows about this church, not as gossip, not as a know-it-all, but because it's been part of her heartbeat for years and years, as it's been for so many of you. Here's someone like the boy Samuel in today's reading from the Hebrew Bible said, here I am, when God called to her. Here I am. The boy Samuel had been given to the priest Eli as a Nazarite, a boy dedicated to God by his mother Hannah, and thanks for God finally giving her a child after waiting so long for one. And Samuel was completely a gift from God in the eyes of Hannah, and she made Samuel a gift to God and dedicated him to the life of God's church, God's tabernacle, the tent where Israel worshipped God. Before the building of the great temple in Jerusalem. And Samuel was completely dedicated to God the way that many of you, like Bob and Debbie, have been so dedicated to this church. Here I am. The boy Samuel slept in the tent of the worship, watching over the candles lighting up the tabernacle near the chest that held God's ten, ten Commandments from Mount Sinai. And Samuel's heart was pure. Samuel, the son of Hannah, had no power, no privileges, only his accountability to God, who had given him his life. The sons of Eli, the priests, they weren't accountable. They weren't pure. In fact, they had corrupted the practice of faith so badly that God refused to let them rule the tabernacle, a right that should have been theirs as the sons of Eli. Here I am. The boy Samuel heard a voice calling his name, and he thought it was the voice of Eli the priest, and he called out to Eli, and Eli told him to go to bed twice. But when Samuel came a third time, Eli knew that it was God who was calling Samuel. Eli knew that God was calling to the boy Samuel to be the one accountable to God in a time when few people heard the voice of God, much less acted on it. So it would be Samuel who would step up to lead Israel in faith 
and to find them a faithful king. Here I am. These are three simple words of accountability that redeemed the faith of Israel from generations of corruption and faint hearts and ears who never cared for God or, or heard God because they never really cared for God's people the way that God cared for God's people. This church says, here I am to God in many beautiful ways. Your humble service to so many people is very inspiring in so many ways. But as we prepare to bid farewell to Debbie and Bob, I want to make sure that you're aware of some of the important ways that they have said, here I am to God's call. One important way that they've responded to God's call is through good stewardship of the church. When I first came here, our church carillon that makes beautiful music was broken. And God's call to grace in this community through music was silent. And it was Bob who dug in, tried to fix our ancient carillon, and then scrapped the whole thing to use the PC to make it work again. Now, two to four times a day, God's call to grace can be heard in South Meriden through music because Bob didn't just talk about stewardship. He did. Here I am. We have many church members as well as other people who we know who can't make it to this church or who suddenly stopped making it to church. Again and again, it's been Debbie who has made me aware of the people most in need of our attention for visitation and prayers. When was the last time that you called someone who hasn't been able to make it to church in a while? When was the last time that you visited them or asked them to join our visitation team on Thursdays? I wish that I could visit every person who needs visitation or, or check in to them, and I can't. And as a United Methodist pastor, I shouldn't. I should be the pastor of a church that steps up to check in on its own people regularly, consistently, and accountably. You are the church, and you need to be caring for God's people most. The ones that are most in need, who are the church also. Here I am. As you may be aware, we have two new Methodist faith groups now meeting at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Wednesdays in the Clark Room. And since I started these groups several months ago, it's been Bob and Debbie who've been very accountable members of these groups, along with Chris and others. They show up again and again. They let us know that they won't be coming ahead of time even. And they contribute not just their presence, but their hearts, their passion for faith, and their wisdom from having been people of faith for so many years. And I've been speaking to you folks now for almost a year about small faith groups, and that they're the core of what it means to be a Methodist. And some of you, like Jane and, and Chris and, and Debbie and Bob, have stepped up for this, and, and Diane as well. And I thank you folks for doing this and showing accountability when you can. We all need to think about such accountability. So as Bob and Debbie prepare to enjoy 
a very well-deserved retirement. You prepared to hit the road and to see this nation. We want to thank them from the bottom of our heart for their service and their love of God and their church and their willingness to say, here I am, again and again, accountably, as the United Methodist way of Christ. It's now time for us to be stepping up, purifying our hearts, <clears throat> watching for the light of Christ in our own lives, and putting aside feelings that don't make room for the healing of Christ, and offer the accountable healing presence of Christ to others. We're a good church, and in Christ we can become an even greater church, for God's sake. And we can all be part of it. All you have to do is to purify your hearts, listen with others for God's call to you, and to say when you hear God's call. Here I am. Amen. Our hymn of response is here. Keep going. There we go. Please pray for three-year-old Hadley Whitehouse who's having a brain tumor removed on June 11th at Children's Hospital in Hartford. Please hold her in your heart. Please say a prayer for Diane Loomis's best friend and sister, and um, for Diane as she goes through her health issues. Please pray for Bill Fibbs, who's uh, suffering from a, a very bad case of shingles. Um, and prayers for Nicaragua and all our brothers and sisters during the bad times there. Uh, we're sad to announce that due to conditions there, uh, the U.S. State Department is advising against travel uh, for mission teams and other visitors to Nicaragua at this time. And so this year's uh, mission trip to Nicaragua will have to be postponed for a later time, which we pray will be in a time of peace and healing and hope. I do ask you also to pray for the family of Dawn Sperry Moran, who had her service here yesterday. She passed away at the age of 57. Her father passed away at the age of 55 from similar illnesses. John? Yes, ma'am. Two joys. Two joys? Yeah, okay. I, I forgot. I wouldn't have time to give number one. Number one. My friend Jane is here from Williamsburg, and you know Michael and Lisa sit in the back too with their children, and they're getting married Thursday night, so we're excited oh, about that. Awesome. And we have a joy that she'd like to share. Yes, I do. Joy. If um, if you stand when I call your name, Jeannie, Corky, Alan, Charles. Mary, James, yesterday we put on a strawberry shortcake festival. This is kind of the committee of the crew, plus everybody that came and purchased them. Um, Sally again, we can't leave your day job. You cannot retire. Um, we've been doing this for over five years, and every year we want to we want to break a certain Last year we broke three thousand dollars. Yesterday the Strawberry Shortcake Festival made thirty-one hundred and sixteen dollars. 
fundraiser that really produces. And I thank you all, every one of you, because they could. And everybody loves the very competition.